Why, hello, my weird weirdos from Michigan. Hi, weirdos. I'm Stacy. And I'm Sarah. And we are those weirdos from Michigan. goodness so no good morning vietnam today huh no i figured that might get old so i'll do it the next time you know we just went from really super super quiet to just chatty chat chat (laughs) i know i don't know how to trans you know transfer that i was focused i I was was really focused on my story me too and you know how i get add if i do too much at once yeah me too so we got some special little stories for y'alls today. Of and course, it's from Michigan. Of course. And they're weird. Yes, very weird. Mine's more haunting. Mine is kind of true crime. All righty. So, I don't know who wants to go first. I will let you go first. Oh, Jace, put me on spot. <laughs> Absolutely. You said you needed to get Chatty Chatty McCarthy over there, so I figured, why not? Why well, not? I'm all out of coffee. You're all out of coffee. Would you need some more coffee? Uh, maybe soon, but I think I'm good. All right. I mean, I should probably slow down. I'm a little jittery. Yeah. I didn't sleep very well last night. Those Steelers really freaking stressed me out, yo. Did they end up winning? They did, but by oh, a butt man. hair. By a butt hair. By a butt hair. Did you get all your parlays? <sighs> no. Oh. So um, I accidentally did not bet on the money line. I bet it on like a 40 point score or something like that. I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, that happens. So I've done that. You know, I'm new. <laughs> yeah, you'll get it. You'll get yes, it. Yes, but um, Brian won quite a bit of money. That's cool. But him and I were just like, Come on, dude, because they were like ahead for like a while. Yeah. Right. And I think they got a little they slacked off a little bit. They got comfortable at the end. Yeah. The Bears came back and they ended up being um, a point ahead. The Bears did. Yeah. So um, they ended up coming back and getting a, a touchdown. I'll tell you what, man, those football players, like when they get ahead, it's like they slack off. I know. Like they just get sloppy. Right. They're like, oh, we're going to win. We're, we're going to win. Well, this I thought out. they had it in the bag. Like, I got really cocky, yeah. too. I was like, yeah, they got this. They you get know? cocky. You know, yep. I got real cocky, too. I'm like, they got this. They got this. And then, you know, the Bears started scoring. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Right. I know that feeling. I know. Oh, I've, I've lost a few times. But I know. It's just getting it down. I was just like twisting and pulling my hair. Yeah. It was stressful. I know. I could see the stress in your eyes today. <laughs> You're like, dang it. But I think all that hype, you know, just I, I didn't sleep very well last night. I had to put my call map on. Yeah. And just kind of fall asleep. But I don't yeah. know. So today, mm-hmm. you ready for this? I'm so ready. I'm going to be talking about the Michigan Ted Bundy. Ooh, I'm excited. They're a lot alike. 
Okay. I'm very, very much alike. Um, so this Ted Bundy, they call him, which is really, really funny because Ted Bundy was after this guy, but this guy wasn't publicized as much, I don't think. Yeah. His name is John Norman Collins. Have you ever heard of him? No, I haven't. And he comes right out of Michigan, eh? He does. He was born in Canada, but, um, he ended up moving to Michigan, um, with his mother, Loretta, but he was born to Loretta. June 17th, 1947. So he's an old guy. Yeah. His mother remarried this guy named William Collins. And just like Bundy, he had to change his name to Collins. Okay. Um, His mother didn't stay married to men very long, though. So he ended up growing in a single parent household. Um, and she worked as a waitress supporting John and his two siblings. So, um, John was like an average American guy. He went to central Michigan. Um, he was your average frat boy. He played football. He wrestled. He played basketball and baseball and he loved to party. Well, yeah. Yeah. He was like, oh yeah. And he's very charming and handsome. Just like Ted Bundy, Bundy oh, but I don't see perfect it. Perfect lure. I don't see Ted Bundy being. I mean that unibrow man. I just. I know. I. I mean, I, I know no. that was really like, probably, handsome in the back in the day. It's but just I just, not, I don't get it's just it. Not now, this guy yeah. was more handsome than Ted Bundy, but, you know, after you tell you, I tell you what he did. He's not. He's not cute anymore. Okay. <sighs> He uh, eventually transferred to Eastern University, Michigan, um, in Ipsy. And in Ipsy is where all these murders took place. Oh, boy. I go, I door dash out there a lot. That worries me. (laughs) (laughs) That that worries you? It worries me. It worries you? I'm a little scared. (laughs) (laughs) Well... Like I said, he was very good looking and he was fit from all the sports he played. He ended up as a model in a bodybuilding magazine. Wow. Mm-hmm. He also loved motorcycles and he ended up getting one of his own so he could pick up the ladies. Oh. You know, those bad boys and motorcycles, you got to watch out for those guys. Yeah, yeah. Many of his victims were actually seen with him on his bike. And that actually led to his capture. Um, A lady named Rona or Rana, I don't know how it's pronounced. It's one of those, uh, was not his victim, but she ended up riding on his his bike with him, not his bicycle. (laughs) Right. Motorcycle. Um. She was very reluctant to get on the bike with him. She was like, nah, nah, I'm good. I can walk home. And he kept convincing her. And she just couldn't pass up that bad boy charming look. So she got on the bike with him. And they rode around. And he actually went to all of the sites that the bodies were found or haven't been discovered yet. And by this time, it was on the news and stuff. So Rana or Rana, Rona or whatever her name is, it's R-O-N-N-A. So I don't know. Um, she was like, hey, you know, um, I was looking on the news and I saw that there, there was bodies around here and stuff. And he goes, yeah, you want to go find some? So mm-hmm. she thought nothing of it. But later, 
she discovered. She she uh, had a guardian angel looking over her because she ended up not being a Vic. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about the victims and I'm just going to pull up my notes here because I didn't want to write down all that stuff. It was quite a bit of stuff. So Mary Flezar, it's F-L-E-S-Z-A-R. I'm not sure how to say that last name. Probably butchered it. Some people have some crazy last names, man. I know. Um, She was 19. She was the first victim. She was only 19 years old. She disappeared on July 18th, 1967, and she was found August 7th, 1967. Um, She was spotted by a farmhouse in Superior Township, and that's actually two miles north of Ypsilanti. Um, Somebody found her body as a mass of rotting flesh. Her clothing was found near the body and was identified to belong to Mary by her parents. Um, They found out that she was stabbed about 30 to 40 times. Yeah. She vanished from the E, the campus of EMU, which is where Collins was going. Um, And actually when she was getting examined by the mortuary, a guy stopped by and wanted to take pictures, but he was never identified. So they think that was Collins. Like, he just wanted to take pictures of her. Freako! Yeah, that's creepy. Um, a few days later, um, Joan Schnell was only 20. She was the next vic- victim. Uh, she disappeared July 2nd. 1968 and was found July 7th 1968 so five days later um, she was found in a construction site in Ypsilanti um, Joan had been raped and she was stabbed 47 times which is crazy um, yeah that's I think that's it I don't I don't think she was raped or anything. It didn't say anything like that. Oh, no, she was raped. Yep. Raped and stabbed 47 times. Um, let's see. Marilyn Skelton was victim number three. She was only 16 years old. Um, she disappeared March 21st, 1969. Was found March 25, 1969. So that was like four days later. He wasn't very good about hiding the bodies if they were finding them that quickly. I think he secretly wanted them to find the bodies. Probably. Um, so she was awful. Like somebody, well Collins actually jammed and, and this is kind of like a warning, a trigger warning for you guys. If you have been in a traumatic experience maybe you need to fast forward a little bit but she was raped a branch had been jammed into the vagina, and she was severely beaten by the head and body. Um, let's see. She was bludgeoned to death, so she wasn't stabbed. And that's it on her. Um, the next one is Dawn Bossom, and she was only 13 years old. Oh, my gosh. I know. Um, she was also raped. 
She was found half naked and she's been, she was strangled by a black electrical flex and her breasts were cut off. So he escalated on this guy. Yeah. On this girl. Oh my gosh. She was found by a farmhouse. Um, (coughs) And a short time later after her body was found, somebody torched the place. Mm -hmm. And then they chopped up five uh, lilac blossoms and it was presumably for each victim. So they think it was for each victim. So they think the killer did it. Um, Alice Collum was 23. She was the fifth victim. She was 23. Um, She disappeared June 8th, 1969. Found June 9th, 1969, a day later. Um, Her throat was slashed and a bullet was fired into her brain. Um, She was found by three teenage boys that found the farmhouse she was also raped she was stabbed repeatedly and then he cut her throat and then he shot her um karen sue beanman uh beinman something like that uh she was 18 years old she was the one that led to his arrest um she was found by a wooden gully um by a doctor and his wife and she had been <laughs> raped, beaten, and strangled. Her panties was actually stuffed in her mouth. Oh, my gosh. Yes. She turned up missing from her dorm. A few le- few weeks later, her corpse was discovered. And um, her, her breasts and stomach scalded with some kind of caustic liquid. I don't know what that means. Hmm. I'll look that up while you're still going. Yeah. Um, it said it, it said it was stuffed in her mouth, her panties, but it also said that the panties were stuffed in her vagina. So, so what maybe he do, both? maybe ripped them? He maybe. ripped them, maybe? Maybe. Um, there was also another victim, but <coughs> she is not, um, I don't think they know if she she was his but they presumed it was because it was so so close to the murders um roxy phillips she was only 17 she was disappeared june 30th 1969 and she was found july 13th 1969 and she was so badly decomposed and nude she had um a pair of sandals and a white and red and white cotton belt wrapped tightly around her neck so they don't really know what happened um, back in the 60s. I'm sure, again, the crime unit wasn't superb. <laughs> I found out what caustic liquid is. What is it? It's like the stuff they use to thicken soap and stuff. It's like a thick, solid liquid. Oh, that's disgusting. Like, it's not a liquid at all. It's like, it turns, once it hits, like, moisture, it gets solid. Ew. Yeah. What a freak. So it's like caustic soda. He's gross. Yeah. So John Norman Collins went to trial. Um, Like I said, um, Sue, I think her name was? No. Karen Sue. Beanham. 
Beeman led to his capture because um, she was found getting on his bike. She was closing up for the evening at a wig shop and her manager was like, so what's going on? She's like, I must be really stupid because I'm going out with this guy that I have never met before, but he's super cute. I'm getting on his bike, blah, blah, blah. The manager saw that, reported it to the police, and that led to John's capture. So he was he was put on trial August 19, 1970. He was found guilty and sentenced to life in prison. He is now 74. He is still alive, and he is um, in the... Let's see. I'm trying to think. Find my notes. Okay, he's in Marquette. 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 Is that how you say it? Marquette State Prison. Yep, uh, Branch Prison in the UP, which is the Upper Peninsula here. He actually tried to change his last name to Chapman in the 1980s. That's his mother's maiden name. Um. And she actually died in 1988, so um, I think it ended up going through. I guess his legal name's Chapman now. Um, he tried many times to transfer to a Canadian prison, but access denied, buddy. I don't know why these guys think they have so many privileges. I don't know. After but they after do something what like he that. Did, how could he even? Yeah. I'm sorry, dude. If you hear this, you're disgusting as shit. Yeah, we hate you. How could you? It's so terrible. Those victims. I mean, I don't feel like... I think it's funny that he wasn't recognized. Yeah. You know, I don't think Ted Mudney should be recognized either, but I definitely think these victims need to be recognized for sure. Yes. That's why we tell the stories really is because... And their families. And, you know, their families too. Like, what they had to go through. (laughs) I mean, all the lives that he tore apart. Yeah. I can't imagine losing my baby girl to no, that. I couldn't either. You know? It it grabs me by the boo-boo, man. <laughs> it really it's does. A, it's a bummer. It is. But I do find it fascinating. True, true crime fascinates me just because I want to know more about the person's brain. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, why do they do the things they do? Well, that dude's definitely... Sh- shy a couple stacks of a full load i know I mean, but he on. had such a normal life i mean there's many people that grow up with a single parent like yeah. what went wrong there like <laughs> right i mean did I just, he just do too many drugs and lost too many brain cells when he was partying like what happened something went wrong there i don't know but man to be that sick i know and that like, sick also, are they born with it or are they made? That's a big controversy. Yeah. Um, there's actually, did I tell you this about the psychopath that's a brain surgeon? Yeah. Yeah. And he wrote a book about it. Yeah. Like he never has done any crimes or anything, but he's right. a psychopath. Like there's something in his brain that makes him that way. Yeah. I find that very fascinating. I'm probably going to have to read that book because I'll probably answer a lot of my questions. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Well, that was a pretty fascinating story, Says I know, I hope it wasn't too boring. I tried oh, not to make it that boring. that definitely wasn't boring in the sound effects. I can just hear them in my head now. <laughs> so, yeah, um, you've been great at editing. Oh, well, thank I've you. Been, thank I've you. been cracking up at all of our podcasts. <laughs> I probably won't be cracking up at this one, but, you know, 
It'll probably definitely keep sometimes, you on the edge of your seat. Sometimes you gotta, you know, be serious and have a story and not laugh at it because there's nothing to laugh at here I mean it's terrible it is it's it is terrible and you know honestly I think people really need to pay attention you know and I think stuff like this really you know maybe opens their eyes a lot yeah well I that's what I tell my son a lot just be aware of your surroundings stop looking at your phone when you're walking yeah just look around make sure around you yeah if they don't feel right get out of there right yeah so all right what well, you got um i think we'll do that on the next podcast oh cool. so you guys thank you so much for listening in and check yes. in to our next story which will be mccordy park somerset center michigan Ooh. this will be the haunted story oh yeah thank don't you. be normal it scares us and it's so weird it is so weird (laughs) bye guys bye